Is this good? Good! Look at this. No, uh, no, no echo back in my ears. Monique, I was looking for you. I was looking for you. Show me with your thumbs. How was last night, Monique? How was last night? Ah, ah. I asked Kendra before we began, and she says, I left completely inspired. And this is what we want. Win, win. Marie-Pierre, it's about the subject of today. Welcome to our podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. Our vision is quite simple. It is to build a thousand millionaires and more where we are completely financially free, mortgage free, debt free. And we make so much money. I, my tupper friend, Monique, that we're able to help somebody in need. And the only way to achieve that is through hanging out with the right people and leveling up together intentionally each and every single day. Every time I catch myself, And I believe me, I catch myself several times a day leveling down because we're humans. It's, it's, it's to have that capacity. This is what we're trying to bring to you with the podcast. It's that have that capacity to say, whoa, stop. This is not proper thinking, okay? This is not proper thinking and having the capacity to understand it that right now we're leveling down and how am I going to right now turn that around? All right, so welcome to the seven habits of highly effective people with Stephen Covey. Uh, we covered habit one, two, three, and we're diving into habit four. Like we're just beginning today, habit four, understanding the six paradigms of human interaction. And I was truly st stuck today while I was researching on lose win. Believe it or not, uh, I think that is the worst. Um, The worst place to be is in the lose win. And, and we're going to close off with that one today, which is the third one. Tomorrow we'll continue with lose, lose, win. And the real one we want to work on is win, win, or no deal. But before we go there, let's begin with today. Remember, you can't change the fruit of your tree without changing the roots. I cannot change the fruits without changing the roots. So if right now you want to change your life, You've got to understand it's an inside job. So let's focus on producing personal and organizational excellence by developing systems, right, that reinforce our values, that reinforce our principles, and that reinforce character traits and not personality traits. So when people say to me, well, what does that mean? I say, when your personality oriented, you want to look good, you, you need to, to, to have people say how good you were. And I have a typical example. This week, we gave two guest events, and I'm working very, very, um, very, very carefully navigating the waters of making sure that Tuesdays and Wednesday nights guest event is a platform where people leave inspired, where people leave 
knowing how great they are, where people leave knowing that they can change their lives around. And, and, and this is my mission. You understand, Monique? I don't want it to be a replica of, you know, the, the mega parties or the lives or whatever. It's irrelevant. And I'm so happy, Kendra, you that's brand new in my business, when I asked you prior to the podcast, how did you enjoy last night? And we had a few seconds to be able to exchange a few words. And the words you said is exactly what I need every single person attending Tuesday and Wednesday nights to say. I left inspired. If people don't leave our presence knowing how great they are, the operation was a success, but the patient died, okay? So I want to walk away from people saying to you, Marie-Pierre, oh, Marie-Pierre, you were so good. You were so hot. Oh, my God, you explained this, the product. This is personality-oriented. So if the customers are writing, you are so good, I failed. I failed, I need the customers to write in the chat or to write in the comments. I can do this. Thank you for sharing. Oh, my God. This is so easy. I can do this. Do you guys understand me, the difference between the two? This is what Stephen Covey says. You know, it's all about values, principles, and character-based. And, and last night, for those, once again, that you assisted the guest event, it was exactly that that happened last night. Nobody said how great Caitlin was, Melanie was, Sherry was. And of course they were great because they made you feel awesome. Everybody follow me? This is what it's about. So I don't want it to be about showmanship, but rather interpersonal relationship. It's walking away always with a win-win. So remember, techniques fail us. Technique fail us. So when I'm using a technique, it won't work. Win-win is not a technique. If you're diving in and you're writing notes, win-win is not a technique. It's a total philosophy of human interaction. That's what win-win is about. So before I start giving you examples, Marie-Pierre is going to explain each one of them, and then I'll give you examples in each one of the categories. So once again, if you haven't shared, please take the time to share the Podbeam, writing a few a sentence or two explaining why they should listen to it according to you. If you're listening to us on Facebook Live, please, when you're commenting, use five words and more and, and, and some emojis. Emojis, I don't know, is that what? Well, I forgot what they're called in English. Emojis, 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 emojis. There we go. I think that's pretty bilingual, right? Because it encourages the algorithms with your help. And of course, we want it to be heartfelt comments. And on Zoom, I'm watching you guys. Thank you for your beautiful smiles this morning. So take it away, Marie-Pierre. Don't forget to introduce yourself. Yes, thank you, Maria. So I'm Marie-Pierre. I'm 31 years old. I've been in the M&M for seven years now. And before that, I was uh, I did my master in biology. So when Maria told my astronaut, it's not an astronaut, but a biologist. <laughs> for Maria, it's the same thing. So yes, I love to learn every day something new. So I love the podcast for that. So I can learn something. And I know that the only way I can really learn and understand it's when I 
talk to someone else about it. So thank you for being there every morning on the podcast. So you are there, you are my ears, so I can talk about what I just learned and I can really master it because I talk about it. So same thing for you. Make sure that when you share, you look at who is liking your post so you can find that person. You can talk about the podcast every morning after that so you can really understand what you learn every morning on the podcast. So yes, the first paradigm that we will cover this morning is the win-win mentality. So win-win is a mindset or approach to a situation that seeks to ensure that the interest of all parties considered. So win-win as is not your way or my way, it's a better way, a higher way. So win-win is the ideal way of thinking. So with this attitude, you believe everyone can win. It's thinking that everyone can be successful and that one person doesn't need to fail for you to succeed. Win-win leads to teamwork and better relationship with others. So to express this attitude, try to help others in any way possible. Also try to cooperate with others and make a resolution that benefits both parties. So the person who practices this paradigm is principle-centered, places emphasis on what is right or best for all parties involved. So a person who has a win-win attitude has empathy for others and win-win attitude is a good attitude and a positive attitude. It works for unity. It works for mutual benefits. It's a kind of attitude who looks for every individual growth. A win-win attitude person doesn't see this situation as a competitive one, but it sees it as a cooperative arena. So a win-win attitude person believes in equality and believes in harmony, peace, and joy. Win-win attitude person is also a positive and confident about their decision. They never take advantage and they work for unity and always have a long-term success vision. But to really understand, Maria always have some story (laughs) to to say, some example to really understand the first paradigm that is win-win attitude. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. I, I, you know, I was diving in win-win and it, quite, quite easy. It's, it's not complicated. Let's say for a, um, a boss, a win-win situation would be where he allows his employees to have a flexible schedule. So Kendra, you have four children. So you would ask him, look, I'd rather three. Maybe there's a fourth one coming. Oh, oh, oh. she's saying No. <laughs> I love it. So she would ask her boss, say, listen, I'd rather come in at 6 a.m. in the morning because it's easier for my husband to take care of the children in the morning, bring them to daycare, but he can't go get them at daycare. I need to finish at two. Being able to, um, as an employer, say, Kendra, that works for me. It's a win because I know you'll be a lot more productive and you'll get the job done as long as you're giving me my, my eight hours. And Kendra feels feels wonderful. She's not torn between, oh my God, who's going to bring my kids this morning? Oh my God, who's going to pick up the kids? So this is what we call a win-win where both parties come out on top. And as a boss, of course, I'm going to have much more productivity from Kendra and much more focus if she's she also wins in the story. How about trade between two countries, okay? So let's say Canada is very, very good in producing a lot, a lot of wheat, which is, by the way, a fact. But we can't produce coffee. We don't have the 
the, the, the weather to produce coffee. So win-win allows each country to develop in those specialized areas. So let's say Peru would specialize, I don't know if but no, it's Peru, specialize in coffee. Canada stays specialized in Canada. And then they do an exchange where both countries, each countries are, are benefiting from the specialty they have. So it's a win-win. So when countries don't work together, then you have problems like happen, example, in Cuba, where it's not a win-win solution, where they're trying to be auto-sufficient, but it's a problem because you're going to have a lot of stuff that's going to lack just coming to food and clothing and materials in countries like that. So win-win is very important. How about in a multi-level marketing business such as mine? You know, my dream is to train all multi-level marketing business how to reach their next level of success because it's it's elementary you know as a watson sherlock holmes he says my friend it's elementary so multi-level marketing businesses need to work on win-win situations first of all you don't choose always the same people just because you're comfortable with the same people and because they're trained monique you see me how i develop you know caitlin and sherry's and i and i and i work with everyone criteria that i have is they've got to be successful They've got to be successful. That's criteria number one. So I don't keep asking the same people, okay, and only elevating the same people. A win-win in a multi-level marketing business is looking at your top 10 over a year, under a year, and saying, hey, we need a recruiting training. We go get our number one, number two, in the top 10 recruiting. Uh, please train on how you're recruiting 10 people per day. Okay, so it's win for me the multi-level marketing leader, but it's win for you who's going to be preparing the training because why is it a win for the trainer? The win for the trainer is she's reconfirming by writing her duplicable systems and things that she must not change because it isn't broken. Number two, I'm showcasing her in front of thousands and thousands of people in our multi-level marketing business. You know, we're approaching 40,000 members. So we're giving her a public notari notariety, notari no, no, there you go. You know, she, she's becoming famous. As soon as I bring you to the platform, you become famous. So now what happens on your personal team? Your team will listen to you more and not just, yeah, again, it's my director, blah, blah, like our kids, you know. Paragraph three, sentence number four. So I get my sister to tell my kids something that I want them to say. So this is what I would give as an example as a win-win. It's got to be a win-win. So I hope everybody gets, shake your heads on the Zoom. We got this. Good. Marie-Pierre, how about win-lose? Yes, the second one is win-lose. So win-lose is where one party asserts their interest over the interest of another. So they subscribe to the scarcity mentality and believe you must lose so that I can win. So this interaction often feels highly competitive in nature and destroy teamwork. So people with the win-lose attitude will feel that value does not lie inside them, it lies outside them. It's in comparison with somebody else or against some expectation. So a win-lose uh, attitude is which is you see opportunity as a pie and you have to get the bigger piece than the rest. It's a way of thinking that say, I have to be successful and you need to get less. And win-lose is really competitive. Win-lose is full of pride and 
with this attitude, you put friendship, relationship, and loyalty aside to win. So this makes people feel superior to others. So a win-lose attitude wears many faces. So you can have a people who is using other people emotionally or physically for uh, their own selfish purposes. They can be spreading rumors about someone else as if putting someone else down builds them up. And just for example, if you have someone that is really win-lose mentality and they are in a race and they arrive second, they will say, yes, I win over the third one. So they always <laughs> want to win. They will find the people that they win <laughs> over them. So certainly there is place for win-lose thinking in truly competitive and low-trust situation. But most of our life is not a competition. We don't have to live each day competing with our spouse, our children, our co-worker, our neighbor, and our friends. But to really understand, yes, Maria always have a story for us. <laughs> so once again, I was looking at this and I came up with a few. How about board games? Like my family is highly competitive. So if you're going to play a board game in my family, it's going to end up in a fight. Like I just want to let you guys know. Or somebody cheating so it ends up in a fight. The What we play at home are parcours. And I think it's also the same word in French. Un parcours, which means that... We win by completing the, the, the tasks, if you want, okay? So rallies work well in our families. Uh, treasure hunts work well in our families, where the job is to complete the task and not who finishes first. And by the way, if you're able to participate in more parcours, rallies, treasure hunts, things like this, what happens is everybody at the end is giving high fives and say, we did it. It becomes a we thing. So it increases energy within the family, within the team. How about negotiation? So negotiators would only close a deal if they feel that they have won and the other side has lost. So I'll give you an example. An employer who will only hire when they feel that the candidate has not well negotiated their salary. So what happens now? Okay, when you hire somebody not at fair market value. Well, this type of employee probably has low self-esteem, low self-confidence, low self-competence. So what you actually negotiated is a win-lose. Yes, you won as an employer. You think because you're offering, let's say, you know, 10 bucks an hour cash and you, the other one loses. So the other one, what's actually happened, he's going to deliver less. So what you consider to have won, you have lost because it's going to cost you twice and three times the time. Hang on a second. The person you would have paid double the price not only would have delivered more quality work but in a fraction of the time so when if you're an if you're an employer and you're negotiating a poor salary for somebody you think you've won but in the end you've lost like trust me it's you know it's a win lose when in a win lose situation honestly both parties end up losing how about in business so you want to improve you want to improve your profits at what cost? At diminishing the quality of your products, going for cheaper materials, okay? So yes, you've won, you've increased profits, but the customers 
will lose out on purchasing less quality products. And eventually what ends up happening in this kind of situation, your business will go, will go down and you'll wonder, well, what happened? Because you've been driving your company with a win-lose mentality. How about environment? How many companies, how many companies, firms, individuals increase their profits by destroying the environment? What do you think happens now? There's a win-lose. It's not going to work. There's going to be a war on hand. By the way, in the 21st century, what's everybody's main concern? You've got it, the environment, okay? And the last example that I really enjoyed here in the win-lose is uh, our farmers right now are under pressure to produce a lot more crops. So they're using more and more, more and more toxic pesticides, Okay, so they're winning the game on loss of crops. They have less loss of crops, but we're losing the game on health. We don't know what we're eating anymore. You know, you look at a strawberry that it's the high, size of your hand coming from California, and you've, you've got to ask yourself, for God's sakes, what's wrong with the strawberry? It doesn't exist, a strawberry the size of your hand. Everybody understands me? It doesn't exist. We're losing because you're going to eat this food. It's toxic. Okay, California farmers won because from this, with the same strawberry, now they only need four to fill up a plastic container, whereas before they needed 40. Okay, so they've won, but how about us health-wise? So more and more now are going back to growing their own fruits and vegetables. So this is a little bit what I came up with, the win-lose. And then we fall into the close today, which is the lose-win, which was the hardest for me to get ready for you because all these people were going in my mind, starting with my mom in the win-lose. And so I'm excited to share with you my example. But first, you, Marie-Pierre. Yes, and just before I explain it i just want to give you some example of maybe something that you said in the past so i want you to go right in the comments if you ever said that or maybe think uh, think about that so i am a big peacemaker oh i would rather take the blame for just about anything than to get into an argument oh i am a loser i have been i always been a loser or oh I find myself saying that I'm dumb. So if you find yourself that I uh, said that in the past, maybe you have fallen into the trap of lose-win. So lose-win means I cooperate with another person to the degree that I lose so they can win. But in this approach, the loser often walks away very resentful. So more often than not, this person chooses to lose in order to avoid conflict. So the lose-win attitude is when someone would rather take the blame for everything than to get in a, an argument. So people with the lose-win attitude are often compared to a doormat. They let people walk all of, over them and don't do anything about it. You care more about others' well-being than your own self-worth. Lose-win attitude makes a person weak. They can never defend themselves. Lose-win is worse than win-lose because it has no standard, no demand, no expectation, and no vision. So people who think lose-win are usually quick to please or appease. So they seek strength from popularity and or acceptance. They have little courage 
and to express their own feeling and conviction and are easily intimated, intimidated by the ego strength of others. So, Maria, I know you have a lot of examples for that one because it was something that you worked on it very uh, much this morning. This morning, I, I was looking at Luz Wynn and I thought about my mom. You know, she passed away at age 51 in 1995. My, my mother bought the piece, bought the piece. But at what cost? By, by at the cost of where she ended up having cancer and dying from it. Now, remember, when you're the, the Luz Wynn person, that you're buying the piece like, oh, I think somebody wrote that in. I, I definitely buy the piece. What happens is you're burying feelings because we all have feelings. Like, let's not kid ourselves. We have feelings. I have a friend of mine. She, she, she helps me out with cleaning the house. And she comes from an old mentality. The husband is always right, even if it's, it's wrong. I'm telling you, she's always sick. She's always sick. She always has problems breathing. She's always catching colds. No, it's not COVID, but I know what is happening. Like covering the subject today, I said, Maria, oh my God, feelings are buried, psychosomatic illnesses. These people are prone to psychosomatic illnesses. And look at what I, what I write, what I read, such as respiratory I said, oh, my God, nervous and circulatory, uh, circulatory, whatever, systems. And then it reincarnates into deeper sicknesses as depression, as anxiety, as the popular cancer. Huge disappointment, disillusionment, the repressed by the lose-win mentality. And yes, Marie-Pierre, the, 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 the problem here is they're willing to do anything in the lose-win mentality. Let's say with our young girls. Let's go with our young girls. They're the young girls that find themselves in gangs. These are the young girls that sometimes we bring them to do unkosher stuff. You know, it, it, it's the lose-win mentality. It's, it's, it's the saddest place to be is the lose-win mentality. Oh, I'm so stupid. Oh, 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 you're so good. I can't do that. Okay? And in the long run, in the long run, it will use you up. It will eat you up. And the only result from a lose-win mentality is lose-lose on yourself, beginning with your self-respect, your self-esteem, your mental your physical, even your physical being. There's a lady once that shared with me that she gained so much. I had seen a picture of her. She goes, this was me when I was 25. Uh, uh, um, a mannequin. She, she was a top model. And, and, and I was looking at somebody in front of me, not only overweight, but because my mom was overweight, but she was, she was beautiful overweight. Here she was an overweight where it was personal sabotage. It was a lose-win mentality. If I make myself ugly enough, men will stop abusing of me. So it's a very, very serious to lose-win. So think win-win sounds obvious, but it isn't. So I'm going to ask you before diving into tomorrow's subject, all of you that actually have the book of Stephen Covey, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, I think it's time to reread chapter one, habit number one. So if you have the time today, or maybe if you have uh, the app, I have Odell, if you can re-listen to habit number one, because to be able to master, 
and work with us in the next three habits, you must understand it begins with habit number one, where we need to be absolutely character-based, principle-based, and value-based. Until we don't get it, habit number one, it's impossible to dive into win-win situations. So on my behalf, I've been able to be married 34 years with Mohammed, even if we come from two different worlds, because my mentality is a win-win. Okay. And if it wasn't that, I wouldn't have the relationship I have today. I wouldn't be calling him my James Bond. Now, remember, I have ups and downs like everybody else. The difference with me is that I have a win-win mentality <laughs> or no deal, which we will cover tomorrow. Okay. With my children, it's the same thing. I have a win-win mentality. I won't allow my kids to to step all over me. I won't allow them to yell at me. I just won't. But that produces a win-win. So I have children that respect me, even if they're at age 26, 28, and 30, and they come and seek advice. And this is the world where I want to bring you in, the win-win. But promise me you're going to revise habit number one. Please promise me so you can die with me in the subject tomorrow. So that's it for today. See you guys tomorrow. Thank you for sharing and read habit number one before tomorrow. Kiss to everyone and hugs. Thank you so much. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank <laughs> you.